Having Jesus is having everything. Let's talk about it on today's edition of Renew Network Podcast. Good morning. Today we're moving on in Luke's Gospel. Uh, We will be looking at verses 35 through 38. It finishes out the section uh, around the account of the Last Supper, um, the last time that Jesus and his disciples would gather uh, for the Passover. And um, during Bible study last night, a friend said, as he was reflecting on this passage, um, that it was not only the last time he would celebrate the Passover with his disciples. And obviously there was some sorrow around all of that because uh, Jesus knew what was coming and they would no longer be together. But it was the last time there would need to be a Passover celebration (laughs) because the true Passover lamb was about to be crucified once and for all for the sins of all humanity and uh, make his grace and mercy available to all who call on his name. And so I thought that was a great insight that uh, um, this was the last Passover because it was the last one that was needed. And what an encouraging word that is. I'm touched and moved in my heart by that. Um, Today we're moving on into the end of this section. This section concludes with Jesus and his disciples collecting up their belongings, preparing for the events of the night, and ultimately Jesus would be arrested on this particular night. Um, and then uh, brought before Pilate and Herod. Uh, And so there are a few things here in this passage that I think are important for us to consider. But before we get into the text, uh, let's go to the Father. Heavenly Father, we love you today, and we commit uh, this day to you. Not only that, Lord, we commit our ways to you, and we ask, Lord, that you would be lifted up in all that we do, that your uh, glory and your um, renown uh, would grow because uh, our witness for you today uh, shined out the light of your love and mercy in the places that you call us to go and, and the people you call us to interact with. And so, Lord, it is our heart's desire that you would uh, receive glory um, as we live our lives for you in this world. Uh, Father, we also ask that you would teach us through your word today. Uh, that you would deepen our insight and understanding into it, and that you would show us ways to apply it uh, in our lives uh, for our growth and transformation. We love you, Lord, and we thank you today for your word. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, we're going to be covering Luke uh, 22, 35 through 38. Then Jesus asked them, When I sent you without purse, bag, or sandals, did you lack anything? Nothing, they answered. He said to them, But now if you have a purse, take it, and also a bag, and if you don't have a sword, sell your cloak and buy one. It is written, And he was numbered with the transgressors, and I tell you that this must be fulfilled in me. Yes, what is written about me is reaching its fulfillment. The the disciples said, See, Lord, here are two swords. That's enough, he replied. Now, this passage uh, shows some preparations uh, for moving out of the space that they were in in the upper room celebrating the Passover together, and they would move from there very shortly to the Mount of Olives where Jesus would pray just before he's arrested, and we'll cover those sections here in the next couple of days. 
Um, but he says some interesting things to them as uh, concluding remarks before they leave together. Uh, he says, when I sent you out on your mission uh, to be partners with me in ministry, uh, I sent you without a purse or a wallet, uh, without a bag of belongings or sandals. Uh, did you lack anything? And they said, Lord, we lack nothing. Um, and that speaks to the amazing provision of God uh, in Christ that was made available to them. We remember at the time that they were called that they all left their livelihoods. They left what they knew, their homes, their towns, their friends, and they went on this adventure with Jesus. And now, three years in, he's asking them if their sacrifice uh, of all of those things um, left them feeling like they lacked anything, and they said nothing. God's perfect provision met them. And they uh, were on the adventure of a lifetime with Jesus. Uh, really, uh, the call of faith, <laughs> the call of following Jesus, of being his disciple, really is the adventure of a lifetime. Uh, there are times when, for all uh, objective purposes, we should look at our bank accounts and wonder how things are getting paid, and yet God provides. Uh, there are times when it seems like... Um, uh, from a, from an outside perspective, we lack the accoutrements that most people have, uh, but God provides, um, and He provides in every possible way um, for our needs as we commit ourselves to Him. Um, by the grace of God, um, He s- allows us seasons of blessing and seasons of increase. And if you're in one of those seasons right now, praise Him and bless His name because you're reaping uh, His um, ridiculous generosity, and that's completely God's prerogative. But uh, remember the seasons of lack. Remember the seasons where uh, it didn't seem like there was enough. And remember how God provided and how God came through for you in those seasons. Uh, For me, it's an important practice to go back in my mind and heart and remember uh, a particular season of mine where uh, I was living on the edge financially after my divorce, uh, where uh, my daily finances were very, very tight, and I literally was trusting God (laughs) uh, for absolutely everything I needed. Uh, I tell people often that I was one flat tire away from financial ruin, and it was true at the time. Uh, But God provided, and He persevered, and He saw me through. He persevered with me uh, through that season, and He always gave me just enough, because I think all He could trust me with at that time was just enough. And um, as I healed and as I grew through that season, uh, the Lord's blessing uh, began to uh, change. He began to bless with more uh, finances, and uh, he began to um, uh, trust me with more, and that was a good thing. And I was so grateful. Uh, but I was uh, grateful even when things were tight because I saw his hand at work in some precious and powerful ways. And I was beginning to experience life in the womb of his mercy and life uh, in the hand of his provision. Uh, not life based on what I could do for myself or how I could provide for myself. Um, When you're being broken of self-confidence and self-reliance, 
the Lord has to show you how to survive on His provision. And really, we, we are not just surviving, we're thriving uh, when we trust God's provision. And that was a lesson I had to learn. Um, and so the disciples experienced that in rich and powerful ways in their ministry with Jesus. And verse 35 reveals that. And then we see a shift in 36 and 37. They're beginning to prepare to move on into the night and all of the other events that would take place. And Jesus is preparing them. Uh, he says, well, now instead of not taking a purse, take one. Take a bag. And if you don't have a sword, uh, sell your cloak and buy one. For it is written, he must be numbered with the transgressors. And I tell you that this must be fulfilled in me. Yes, what is written about me is reaching its fulfillment. And so he is again um, uh, foreshadowing what is to come. They're probably not um, completely connected to what he's saying or understanding it in a deep way. But Jesus is announcing that uh, the fulfillment of prophecy uh, will be taking place in the events of the night. And um, so he's also, again, identifying himself as the one about whom the Old Testament prophecies were written. And so he's stepping into his identity as the anointed one, the Messiah of God. And he's also uh, saying that uh, on this night, these things would be fulfilled. Um, the disciples said, see, Lord, here are two swords. And he says, that is enough. And on they go. And so uh, we end this section of Luke 22, and now we prepare for the events surrounding uh, Jesus' uh, arrest. And then the movement uh, really picks up toward uh, the cross and the crucifixion of Jesus as we move into 23. All right, my friends, thank you so much for taking some time out of your day to study with us. And uh, I want to challenge each of us to look back into our own journey and remember the Lord's hand of provision at work in our lives. And if you're in a time of want, in a time of need, a time of apparent uh, uh, material lack, I would say that you are in a season where uh, God may be calling you to trust Him um, completely and uh, he may be gearing up to show you just how capable he is to provide for your life. I've experienced it. I've lived through seasons like that, and I know that that it's true. God's faithful provision will always um, provide just enough and often just when it's needed. All right, my friends, thanks again. God bless as you consider these words today.